Welcome to a Hits Different, a Taylor Swift podcast. I'm Molly. I'm Ryan. It's our first episode of 2024, and we are so excited to announce that we have an official YouTube channel at It Hits Diff Pod. So now you can watch our episodes. Whether you're watching or listening, we would love it if you could give us a rating, review, follow us, or subscribe. Today, we're going to cover all the viral Taylor moments from the Golden Globes, and we have a brand new segment called Foolish One. We're going to catch you up on how Taylor and Travis celebrated the new year, and we top it off with rep prep. But first, a little background story. To start the episode, Ryan and I wanted to just like do a little reset again, since it's the first one of 2024, and give you like the quickest background about ourselves because it's important going into this episode. So Ryan, we've known each other for like 10 years now. We met at work. We were interns together, ended up working the same place, bonded over Taylor. And I think that our passions have kind of flip-flopped a little. Like I was like a soft Swifty and you were a hardcore Swifty. I used to teach you stuff and I can't remember the last time I taught you anything about Taylor. <laughs> and also, I think in hindsight, I used to teach you the wrong stuff, um, like when it would come to past relationships and which songs were about who. And um, yeah, it was not a reliable source. But now you teach me all the things and more. The point of all of that is just that Ryan doesn't know jack about what happened at the Golden Globes. Um, oh, Ryan, you also didn't need to have cable because they were streaming it from the Golden Globes website for free. What's your excuse now? (laughs) Whoops. I can't even remember what I did two days ago. So I'm like, what else did I do? I don't, I don't know you guys. I don't know. Okay. (laughs) Plus, why do I need to watch when I've got Molly, my correspondent to fill me in? True. So we are going to recap the Golden Globes and show Ryan everything that she missed, starting with what Taylor wore to the Golden Globes. She showed up in this sparkly, Gucci, sequined gown that was green. Or debut. Oh. What? Is is that the color of debut? Is it green? <laughs> yes. <laughs> I didn't even know it had a color. People were like, debut can't even have her own color. Everyone thinks this could be in reputation. Okay, so I'm not the only one who thought it was a sneak. No, you're not. Okay, no. good. Okay, good. I wish I, mean, I could no give you a thought hard time original. for that, but no thoughts. So original, I made a quick but... poll on our Twitter account at HitsDiffPod on Twitter, and 78% of people thought it was a rep-coded outfit. 21% of people thought it was a debut outfit. The, that's because only 21% actually like debut, and that's just showing how many people actually <laughs> care about that re-release, but. I got Sneak AF. It was like all scaly. Also, that's not, I can't remember the sign for Sneak. This is actually X. For those watching on YouTube, this is X in sign language, not Sneak. And now I need to find out what it is. Ryan does know sign language. Yeah, so just her stepping on the red carpet already sparked a bunch of chatter, literally because she was wearing a green dress. For all we know, she's wearing a green dress because she looks good in green, because she did look really good in it. Especially, I really liked the back of the dress, like the 
open back part was was really pretty. Um, and she was apparently, I couldn't really tell, but she was apparently wearing a snake ring. So, you know, people were counting the diamonds in her earrings, either 13 or 11. Ah. Also, it's this. <laughs> I was close. Snake. That's the snake sign? Yeah. Holding it's up like two, two not bent one. fingers. Oh, like mm. fangs. Like, yeah, it's, and it's like a little squiggle downwards. Ooh, We're I also like an that. educational podcast, for those who didn't know. Um, we teach things, too. After Taylor arrived, we found out who her date was, and it was Kelly Teller. Also, to get that date card, shout out Bachelor, Bachelorette. Um, like, how? How does one pick, like, hmm, who out of my famous friends wants to go to the Golden Globes? Oh, this time it's Kelly. I pick you. Right? Kelly is well, rising the Well, they seem to be ranks. really close lately. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, they seem to be good friends. Um, Kelly ended up posting some pictures on Instagram uh, that night that said, Romy and Michelle and Tree take the globes. <laughs> I did see that. Yes. Shout out Tree Pay. So Joe Coy was the host of the Golden Globes. Are you familiar with him? He's a comedian. Oh, that's uh, What's-Her-Face's ex. Da. Hold on. The comedian... Oh, Chelsea Handler. That is Chelsea Handler's ex. That's her ex? See, I know things, (laughs) y'all. Am I tripping? I truly truly did not know who this person was before the Golden Globes. And then about about five minutes in, I was trying to figure it out, and he was trending on Twitter. He didn't have a good opening monologue. He really didn't. Mm. And... We're going to show you why. So he started off with, obviously, like, the Golden Globes. Everyone's talking about Oppenheimer and Barbie going into it because that those were the two movies of the year. And there are so many, op- like, things you could talk about with those movies and how huge they were for the movie industry. This is how he talked about it in the opening monologue. And Barbie is on a plastic doll with big boobies. I watched Barbie. It was kind of weird being attracted to a plastic doll. Just something about your eyes, Ryan. Yikes. The whole show, just close your eyes, Ryan. Margo, it's not always about you. She goes from perfect beauty to bad breath, cellulite, and flat feet. Uh, What casting directors call character actor. Yikes. Also, her boobs aren't that big. Barbie, that is. There are so many things you could have done to make fun of Barbie that would have been funny, and instead it just came out misogynistic. Maybe that's why Chelsea dumped his ass. But (laughs) they were a big thing for like two seconds. Um, They dated for a year. And then she dumped him like a year and a half ago? A year ago? Apparently he got the job like 13 or 15 days out or something, so... When that joke fell flat, he was like, come on, guys, like, you know, I've got nothing to work with. Like, some of these jokes are mine and some of these are the writers. Like, he, tr- he like, threw the writers under the bus. Wow. So that started off the monologue. Next up, he, of course, has to make a joke about Taylor. As you know, we came on after a football doubleheader. Uh, the big difference between the Golden Globes and the NFL, on the Golden Globes, we have fewer camera shots of Taylor Swift. I swear, there's just more to go to here. Sorry about that. Oh, her face. She's pissed. She's like, I got to deal with this shit when I go to the Chiefs games. Now I got to deal with this shit here. Now he is on her shit list forever. 
so obviously the Swifties were like, come up with a better joke that wasn't funny. But then the next day, the news cycle started to turn to, come on, just laugh. Why aren't you, you can't put on a smile. To Taylor? Yeah. Take a joke. Don't take yourself so seriously. Even though nobody else was taking a joke about anything. So why does she need to take a joke? Exactly. There's this split screen as people started to talk about this of Ryan Gosling and Taylor's faces. And it's like, why are we only talking about one of these reactions? Taylor looks like she's going to fight someone. Right? <laughs> like, look like at her she face. looks so mad. But also, all she actually did was take a sip of her drink. I don't know. That face is like, I don't know if I've seen that face in a minute. Like, I feel like if it was my reaction, I'd be annoyed, but I would at least kind of like chuckle like, okay, guy. But she's just like, nah. Maybe she was kind of buzzed by then. She was just like, I'm not going into this. Don't react. She probably wanted to have as little reaction as possible because she didn't want to give any, you know, like didn't want to give him anything. A better joke would have simply just been like, oh, we're following a football game, um, but don't worry, unlike NFL fans, like everyone here actually wants to see Taylor Swift. Like that would have been like, ha, 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 funny. And like not making, you know, she has no control over how often she's being shown in games. And she talked about that in her Time Person article of the year. As he's finishing the joke, he says, we just have better things to show. Sorry. No, you don't. (laughs) No, you don't. (laughs) No, you don't. Because also, just like Taylor's the Chiefs game, people still just want to see her. Yeah, they just still want to see her. So not cutting to her is your at your expense, because that's what people want to see. Well, some people. Exactly. Obviously. So um, that was all in like the first five minutes. <laughs> we are not done yet. <laughs> so the other viral moment that came out of the Globes was when Selena... Okay, so like I said, we were streaming on the Golden Globe site, so we didn't have commercials. We, the live stream was just continuing while the network would roll commercials for those who were watching on cable. And this happened at the uh, VMAs earlier this year that they would just constantly cut to Taylor on like a similar feed. So that's how we were watching. And of course, it delivered because... There's a moment where Selena comes. So so Selena was there for only murders in the building um, awards. And she comes over to talk to Taylor during the break. Let's just break this down. When Selena comes over, look how scared Taylor is at first. I know. She's like, who the (laughs) F is touching me? Right. So then Selena immediately goes in for whatever, something important. And Taylor's mouth like falls to the floor. All right, whisper, whisper. Now watch Selena here. She's like, she said, no, Taylor. (gasps) Kelly leans back. That's important because the lip readers did their job. People think that what Selena said was something along the lines of, I asked him for a picture and she said, no. And then Taylor's mouth goes, and Kelly goes with Timothy and like is leaning back. So the theory started to become that Selena asked Timothy for a photo and 
either he or Kylie said no. How true is this? I'm just telling you that is what (laughs) was circulating. That's all we had. I remember Taylor, like you could, the only thing I could read or like most people could probably read that she said was like, no fucking way. But she was smart. She was like putting her hand over her mouth and like leaning into Selena. So she's always such a pro. Yeah, yeah, she knew there were so many cameras on them, but Selena's out there just yeah. like, ma, ma, ma. Like, you, people could try to read her lips. And then there's Kelly, who's like, with Timothy? Oh, my God. Then the final part of the whole interaction, which I think is so funny. Because, it, it, I mean, to me, it looks like Selena is upset, right? Like, that's the vibe yeah. you're getting. And Taylor's like giving just, like, best friend energy of, like, oh, they did what to you? Like the all, I'm surprised that you made it somehow without seeing that because I've been seeing it all over my social media feeds, not just from like my normal Swifty people, but like people all across all different content spectrums, like using the little gif of Selena be like saying something and shaking her head, and then Taylor going and like Kelly leaning back, and people are putting, you know, you know how there was that um gif of like someone whispering something and the girl is like, yeah, you know Mm -hmm. what I'm talking about? Yeah. People have kind of been using that this in the same way of like whatever funny thing that they want to talk about. Like I think the empire state building, for instance, tweeted like, did you know that the empire state building has gone through $150 million of renovations? And then Taylor being like, (laughs) just like (laughs) stupid things like that. (laughs) Or people being like going off. Yeah, did you know that the Chiefs playoff game is going to be on Peacock? I somehow only watched literally, I think, one clip. Actually, I think the clip I saw was the one that you posted. <laughs> like, wait. On our I saw our clip. Breaking news. So after all of this circulates on social media for like 48 hours, and all these headlines start popping up, Pretty much the story of the Golden Globes was either the terrible jokes that were told about Barbie and Taylor Swift or this moment. Like, no one's talking about who actually won any awards or anything. It's like, of course, Taylor goes to one freaking awards show and all the headlines are about her and she didn't do anything. Selena came over to her table and dropped some piping hot tea. But Selena put an end to the alleged rumors today. She commented on E! News' Instagram post. They posted those photos um, of Selena and Taylor and Kelly, and then the photos of, a photo of Timothy and Kylie with the title, Was Selena Gomez gossiping about Kylie Jenner and Timothy Chalamet at the Golden Globes? Here's the truth. Caption, at tea time, we'd love to know if Selena Gomez was really gossiping about Kylie Jenner and Timothy Chalamet at this year's Golden Globes. A source sets the record straight at the Lincoln bio. I didn't click on the Lincoln bio for full disclosure, but Selena commented on this and says, no, with multiple O's. I told Taylor about two of my friends who hooked up. Not that that's anyone's business. That's such a lie. Right? Hey, girl, oh, my God, I need to rush over to you during live TV to freaking tell you about these two randos who you kind of know that hooked up. No. And are the two people Timothy and Kylie? <laughs> like, Be is honest. this the face of... 
<laughs> is this the face of someone who just found out that two friends hooked up? No. And like, who are the friends? They must be like, and like, why would she tell her that in the middle of the dinner? That's something like, if you're going to hang out afterwards, you'd be like, oh my God, girl, listen to this. Not like, yo, let me rush over and tell you this. And why is Selena right. angry I about it? I'm not trying to call Selena Gomez a liar. I like Selena. Obviously, she's Taylor's bestie. We support her. I love Only Murders in the Building. But, girl, whatever you came over here to tell Taylor was urgent. Unless she was talking about her her new man, but I doubt it. She would be a lot more pissed looking. Selena's new man. Oh, you mean like telling Taylor something about her man? Well, he wasn't there with her, I don't think. I know. That is weird. Maybe he was. There was a picture. She posted a picture the of them game. together. Yeah, and she posted a picture of them together like afterwards, but I don't remember seeing him like seated next to her. Um, so I don't know if he actually a, attended with her. Or maybe, yeah. As a Dave fan, um, shout out to the show Dave. That is like where I know Benny Blanco from outside of him obviously being a huge producer. But man, there's an episode where he bears it all. And I'm like, has Selena seen this? What do you mean like, by bears it all? Like he literally is nude and you see his penis. And in hindsight, I should go back and like see what she's working with, but I don't remember being impressive at all. <laughs> okay, this is a shout out and a plug for Dave. Y'all should go watch on Hulu. Go support your girl Selena, you know? Even though Benny's only in a few episodes, but that episode. <sighs> I was gonna say, I really don't know anything about him. I didn't realize he was in Dave. You think that Selena came over to Taylor and said, hey, I watched that episode before I came here. <laughs> no! Like, <gasps> no! That's not what I'm saying. Oh my god. I, I just watched the, I just finally finished binging season three of Dave, or is it season two? I don't remember. Anyway, and she's like, girl. No, because then she would have been like, look at this. Maybe Taylor already knows. I mean, Selena has to know. You can't like not bet him like that. Anyway, the bar is really low. And uh, you know what? He's probably just really nice to her. And that's all women want these days because men are trash. So they will endure whatever. The whole reason Taylor was at the Golden Globes is because she was nominated for cinematic and box office achievement. And she lost to Barbie. Which is understandable. I mean, I don't think Barbie's better than the Eras Tour, not because I'm biased, but because it's just not. I actually was rewatching the, the other day. Don't it was better the first time? I don't know. Like it's okay, but there's some weird moments. But I think the Eras Tour definitely wins. But because it's for cinematic and box office achievement, I don't really think it's about like what's objectively better like obviously it's like a concert film going up against like a blockbuster movie it's more right. about like what brought fans out to the theaters and probably the eras well i don't know i don't know how the eras tour and barbie compared overall like in sales um but either way taylor is a supportive loser and she was literally the first one on her feet when the category was announced probably because of Greta Gerwig's like her chick yeah but and she uh led the standing ovation for for Barbie winning the next big thing that happened over the last two weeks since our last episode is that the New York Times put out an opinion article that speculated on Taylor's sexuality the writer said 
basically was speculating throughout this 5,000 word article that Taylor is a closeted queer person. And yeah, I don't even feel the need to go much further than that general summary. Taylor has herself said like recently in the 1989 prologue, if I only hung out with my female friends, people couldn't sense couldn't sensationalize or sexualize that, right? I would learn later on that people could and people would. And to me, this just feels like more of that when she has tried to kindly shut down these rumors in the past. All I have to say is who gave Carly Kloss a pseudonym and why is she writing for the Times? (laughs) I see you, Anna Marks, whoever you are. Yeah, that's how I feel. I'm just like, and then this, the girl trying to just like stick up for her reasoning and just basically trying to like code it as, you know, oh, we're, you know, we're helping the LGBTQ community. And like, it was the signal, is that what she was talking about? Like keeping the signal alive and whatever. It's just like, no, you're literally going against the whole point of the community of like, when people want to come out, they will. Or if they're not, If they don't want to, they don't want to. And if they're not gay, they're not gay. And like whatever, but it all comes down to the person's choice. And it's just so, it's like the most clickbait thing, which is why it's like, yeah, like who gave, who gave Carly Kloss, you know, access. But (laughs) I don't understand. Or Scooter Braun or I don't know, someone out there who's just like, oh, this will do it. And it's not even like painting Taylor in a bad light in that sense. It's not even salacious in that way. It's just like completely missing the point. And then for this person to just stand behind it. And then, yeah, and then for the Times to just support it and be like, yeah, you're right. 5,000 words, 500 words, 5,000? It was like 5,000 words. Yeah, it was long. That is insane. So you just went home and aggressively wrote up this article being like, here we go. Yeah. I don't know what this person expected to come out of it or how she wanted Taylor to feel about it, but it was obviously very self-serving and embarrassing for the Times. But maybe the Times felt, you know, they were like, all right, well, Time magazine came out and wrote this whole thing. So how do we get in the loop of this? Oh, I know. We'll write an opinion piece. That's That will make us reputable when we're a valued news source, typically. Definitely publishing it under the guise of like an opinion article. There are opinion articles written all the time about things, but I feel like because it's the New York Times, some people will take that as fact, even though it is opinion. And I did read um, a lot of the piece. I, I didn't finish the whole thing, but a lot of it was referring to Examples that we all saw with lover and rainbows and imagery that is used by the gay community and Taylor using them. And like you just said, in my opinion, Taylor tells us what she wants to tell us, whether she is gay or not. Unless she decides to tell us, it's really none of our business. I know it's fun to try and like look at Easter eggs and clues and things like that. But it's just like that. It's different when we're talking about what day is reputation announcement coming and speculating on her sexuality. Um, And I feel like she's been pretty clear about it. And if something were to change or she wanted to tell us something different, then she would back in 2019 when all of the lover 
promo was happening and she came out with you need to calm down and like was basically putting her foot down because she had stayed silent for so long and she felt like she needed to advocate. She said, I didn't realize recently that I could advocate for a community that I'm not a part of. And so that's why she was putting lyrics in. Shay never made anybody less gay um, and putting like the message at the end of that video to call attention to the White House to support gay rights. You can be an ally and not be gay. And if she is gay, she's never told us that. So to me, it's like definitely not leaving Easter eggs about her sexuality because that's fucking right. It's like if she wears something or dresses a certain way, then it doesn't mean anything. It just means that's just how she's feeling that day. I do that all the time. And no one's leaving hints or Easter eggs about things that don't matter, like her sexuality. If she's not going to say anything about it, then that's it. Case closed. The last thing that I wanted to add is just that CNN ended up doing a segment on this after the article was released. The CNN report seemingly had a source close to Taylor's, what they said. Um, And the quote from the source close to Taylor was, because of her massive success, in this moment, there is a tailor-shaped hole in people's ethics. This article wouldn't have been allowed to be written about Sean Mendes or any male artist whose sexuality has been questioned by fans. There seems to be no boundary some journalists won't cross when writing about Taylor, regardless of how invasive, untrue, and inappropriate it is, all under the protective vein of an opinion piece. I'm sorry, can we just talk about the Sean Mendes call-out? Like, don't come for my man, Sean Mendez. I know what people think. I know what we're all thinking. But like, dang, the call out. What did he do, man? He just dumped Camila. Like, get over. It did feel um very specific. It wasn't like a list. It was just his name. But Sean. It's like retargeting. It's like let's point the spotlight over here. (laughs) But I feel like they are friends, so maybe she just felt comfortable, or whoever the source is felt comfortable um, having his name to make the point. Dragging him and being like, how about you write an article about him and dig into his uh, Easter eggs? Now it's time for... Kama is my boyfriend. (laughs) Kama is the guy on the Chiefs. Coming straight home to me. Look who got some Chiefs gear. Swag. Who got you that, Molly? I don't know. Someone who must be obsessed with me. (laughs) I'm just kidding. (laughs) <laughs> we were just quoting Alex? Mean Girls. That's where that came Mr. from. <laughs> where did this come from? Um, my dear co-host Rye Dog got me <laughs> this <laughs> awesome crew neck for my birthday in December. Shout out Abercrombie and, and Fitch. I... Yo, <laughs> sponsor that's sponsor It is truly like the coziest crew neck, and I've worn it a lot. Well, we're doing like a swag shout out. <laughs> this was a gift, so I actually don't know who made it, but it's from Etsy. And it's all the eras up to like all of them. Does it have midnights too? Maybe at midnight. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. It's, in, yeah. it's in order. It's in order. Love. Sadly, though, when she comes out with a new album, we'll have to update this. It'll be vintage then, which leads us to the uh, vintage jacket. That oh well, first of all, Taylor found her pants. We were all really worried. You told me that, and then I could, I was trying to find photos, and I didn't like fully actually see the pants. Like I, I got didn't see you. The moment for the pants. She 
hadn't been seen in pants for months. <laughs> Years? <laughs> Years, maybe. Outside of the rep pants on the tour. That's right. I saw it and I was like, I have a pair of black pants like that that I recently bought. <laughs> same, girl, same. You're so stylish. See, for a girl who doesn't wear pants very much, she knows what pants are cool, which, I mean, of course she does, but that's <laughs> impressive. It's like, What do you know about pants? What do you know about pants? <laughs> yeah, so she, she finally found her pants. Whew, we were really worried. And she was wearing this cute little vintage jacket. At first, people were like, oh, my gosh, she's wearing Travis's jacket. Because the week before, Travis arrived to the Christmas Day game wearing the same jacket. And then, as people correctly pointed out, he is a lot larger than her. She had her own jacket. This was not Travis's jacket. That would swallow her um, if that was his jacket. So. Not a vibe. But they have these like custom vintage matching jackets. And there was a close up um, in one of the photos that Tay Tay was embroidered on the sleeve. Is it? Mm-hmm. That's weird though, because I thought Tay Tay was her nickname for Taylor Lautner. That's a little awkward. Why do you think that's her nickname for Taylor Lautner? That's what she called Lautner. him. Lautner, for those who don't know. That's what she called him when they were all hanging for the Speak Now stuff. It was like Tay is his his wife's nick or name. It's Taylor, but they call her Tay. He's Tay Tay. She like kept calling him Tay Tay, and that's when I was like, they got something going on. Like, I don't know. It's like both equally condescending and also just like kind of really cute. But I guess when you have three Taylors, you're like, all right, you're Tay Tay. I don't know why you're Tay, and I'm fucking Taylor, obviously. Anyway, I digress. <laughs> Look, I'm teaching you something. I think that um, when you start dating Travis Kelsey and he calls you Tay Tay, it just takes on a whole new meaning. I think she's. Does he call her Tay Tay? Does he? He, he? Well, he definitely calls her Tay when he's talked about her on their podcast. Anyway, We've gotten sidetracked. <laughs> they were both wearing matching jackets. That was the point of that. Um, and the Chiefs got the win on New Year's Eve. Thank goodness, because they lost on Christmas Day. So we know they needed that win. And yeah, the vibes were just really really good on the sideline i guess like the team asked for the stadium to play swag surf it's like their song and so travis started dancing on the sideline and then there's also a video that someone got of taylor in the box like finding him on the sidelines and then starting to dance and the vibes are just so fun Oh, yeah, that's the video. Does that look like so much fun? Yeah, that's the video I saw. And people were like, how'd she learn how to do that? Like, well, obviously he taught her. How'd she learn how to go like this? Apparently it's a certain type of, it's a certain move you're supposed to do. The swag surf. I didn't realize it was that legit, like Soldier Boy or something. Yeah, it sounds like it. After the game, they went to some New Year's Eve party, and their midnight kiss was caught on camera. What are your thoughts? 
I mean, it's better than the Harry Styles one, as we all know. It's probably the first kiss we've seen since him. Not trying to come for you, Harry, but that was the kiss not heard of around the world. I wish there was better footage. People that were there that were creeping weren't creeping hard enough. Like okay, that, like that video, that's what I was going to say. My takeaway is that video felt creepy. Yeah. I mean, anytime you're recording her in places like that, it's creepy. But yeah, when it's like you are ruining your midnight's kiss to be like, what's Taylor doing? Even though I feel like we all would do that. Let's be honest. It felt slightly invasive. Like the person was taking a um, selfie video and like did spin it around the room. But they like started with Taylor and Travis and like ended with Taylor and Travis. Oh, yeah. They knew what they were. They were doing the classic. Oh, I'm just taking a video of me yeah it was cute it was chill it wasn't like aggressive it was yeah like chill dainty little i'm pretty thing. sure his mom was at the party so you know yeah. it felt mom appropriate we didn't really get to see the dress though did we we did correspondent molly standing by with photos so there's a photo for those listening and not watching on youtube there's a photo of travis taylor Brittany mahomes patrick mahomes and another couple and Pat or <laughs> Travis is wearing sunglasses. Patrick wishes he was wearing sunglasses. <laughs> I know. That's why they wear them. They don't have to worry about that. Also, why is Travis? I when I saw this, I was like, why is he standing like that? You're next to Taylor Swift. Turn the f around, bro. You look fucking weird. What are you wearing? Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> I just saw this and I was like, this poor girl is just like reaching around this big ass man trying to be like, come on, babe, we're taking a photo. And he's like, I'm fucked up right now. I don't know what's going on. <laughs> we just clinched the AFC West. Whatever. <laughs> she gets 10 out of 10 for trying, but I don't know what this man's doing. We have a new segment today called... One. How do I explain this? There are so many times that I try and tell Ryan about something that happened in the Swifty verse, and she has no idea what I'm talking about. So instead of reading off these news items to you in a boring manner, we figured let's make fun of you and see how well you've been keeping up. <laughs> I just can't wait to school you, though. Like, I was actually thinking about this. I'm like, you don't know what I know. Or what I don't know. Anyway, it's me. Hi, I'm the problem. It's me. All right, go ahead. <laughs> Let's go, baby. All right. All right. My first foolish one topic is that on the New Heights podcast, they had a family Chris Kelsey Christmas special bonus episode. And on this episode, Kylie, Jason's wife, Travis's sister-in-law, came on the podcast and was talking about how she wants to get a cat. She says, Travis, I think you may like cats more now. I think you might be on my team about cats. And Travis is like, oh, yeah, like cats are good. Like not catching on to the bit that she's implying that like Taylor is for sure bringing her cats over there. And in the next episode, Jason asked Travis to name some types of cats. And Travis says, lion panther like <laughs> wow that's big cats babe so foolish one can you name any <laughs> cat breeds siamese tabby 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 
I'm like, what are Taylor's cats? That's embarrassing. Uh, what is a uh, Benjamin Button? So uh, that's my follow-up question: Is can you name Taylor's cats? The names or the types? The names. I'm going easy on you. Meredith, Benjamin Button, and Olivia. Ding, Not to be confused ding. with Olivia Rodrigo. It's <laughs> Olivia Newton and Meredith Gray, right? Is it Olivia Newton? I know it's Meredith Gray. I weirdly just heard this the other day. Otherwise, I probably would have been schooled. It's Olivia Benson, named after Mariska Hargitay's character on Law & Order SVU. <sighs> That's so much more. <laughs> and it's Meredith Gray, named after... I'd never watched the show. Uh, God damn it. Not General Hospital. That's like throwback. Not Scrubs. I don't know. Just tell me. Just tell me. I forget. <laughs> Crazy I didn't anatomy. watch it. There you go. Okay. SVU. Olivia Newton-John's way cooler. And Benjamin Button <laughs> from the movie Benjamin Button. With Brad <laughs> but Pitt. Do you, do you know how Taylor ended up with Benjamin Button, the cat? Yeah. On the shoot of the lover, not lover, but the music video of, was it lover? It was a lover song. It was not no? Lover. It was off the Lover album, but it wasn't the song Lover. I just remember she was wearing it like she had the long. Use some critical thinking. Hair. Come on, foolish one. What songs off Lover got music videos? You need to calm down. It wasn't that one. I don't know. What was it? <laughs> oh, yeah. I like remember I could see it. Like her hair is like a movie star to the side and like that's when she sees him and then they're like, oh yeah, he's up for adoption. And she's like, I want him. And they're like, okay, sure. He's yours. Next topic. Girl in red. I know she's one of your favorites. Posted a TikTok of her apartment decor and it included a photo of a gift that Taylor gave her. Any guesses on uh, what the gift was? No idea. A guitar pick? (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> no it's decor a snake no snake lamp it <laughs> no but apparently she does like lamps mm-hmm. that was part of the tiktok was taylor or girl in red <laughs> girl in red actually you really need to watch this tiktok because you would love the apartment decor it's very your vibe it was two paintings with flowers on it with words from the song serotonin And so Taylor drew pictures of these two different flowers. One was a daisy and one was a peony. And at the bottom, it's she like painted these. And it says at the bottom, words by Marie, daisy by Taylor on the one. And on the other, words by Marie, blurry peony by Taylor. Were they good? Art is subjective, Ryan. Come on now. Let's. I, I want it to be bad because if it's good, you're like, what can't you do? What do you mean you painted something? Like, I'm just imagining some like Picasso watercolors, the whole thing. So hopefully it's not good because some of us need to feel like we have a chance in some category. Come on. Wow. She spent a lot think? of time on those and they look great. So disappointing. Yeah, those it's were disappointing incredible. Disappointing that they're good paintings. Yeah, I just wanted to be normal in one category. My God, how does she know how to paint? Ah, and she's just such a good friend. I know. How does she have time for this? Oh man, 
All right. Next topic. A girl posted a TikTok of, it was a selfie video of herself jamming to a Taylor song and she gets hit by a car while she's jamming. What song do you think she was jamming to? Cruel Summer. Wrong. Is there something about getting hit by a car involved in the lyrics? No. I don't know. One more guess. Come on. Ready for it? It's a song you would never guess, and it's off of 1989 Taylor's version. A new song from The Vault? I'm not giving any more clues. Oh, is it over now? No. Would have been better if it was, is it over now? <laughs> You're going to be so mad. <laughs> Slut? <laughs> yep. Come on. God, what a terrible way to go out. I mean, I'm assuming she's still, she's alive, right? Like, she's good. Do we know the she's status alive. of this person? She's alive. <laughs> Did she really get, was it the acoustic version, maybe? She's in her feelings, and she was like... I kind of like this song. It gets hit by a car. I could see that happening to me. Did she really get hit by a car, though? Oh, no. Yo, girl should have just kept going. Got love sick of my bed. That would have been impressive. No, that's what people said. They're like, she got love struck. Oh, love struck, whatever. Oh, wow. That's what you get for jamming out to slut like it's a freaking vibe when it's not. I don't believe that was true. I feel like that was so staged. Come on, who's over here taking like, like, oh, yeah, I'm singing slut. Like, no one's doing that. That's not how you sing slut. Like, is you're over here like TikTok living? Like, no, no. As someone who just performed Cruel Summer um, live in an empty field in the snow like two nights ago, that's not what I was doing. And I wasn't recording. I'm sorry. I thought about recording and I'm actually still thinking about like dragging my tripod out there and just doing it. But I don't think any of y'all want that. And it's going to be really dark. But I'm sorry. I was I was walking my dog. We were down by the waterfront. There was no one out and let her off leash. We were vibing. I had on tea swizzle in my ears as I always do when we go on walks. And I put on the live version of Cruel Summer. Oh, yeah. And that was it. Next thing you know, I'm strutting down the catwalk in the snow. And I just hoped someone saw me because I was like, they and I was singing out loud. You're welcome, whoever got to witness that. I thought about bringing out my tripod um, to actually have the wonderful world witness this, but then it just felt too staged. I'm like, yeah, I could still put it up, set it up, whatever. It's not fully dark out there. The snow reflects, so there's some light, but I did think about it. But then it's one of those where you think it's so much cooler, and then you watch it back, and you're like... <laughs> Mitch is maybe the best part. Like, I've been wanting so much to do, like, a cruel summer, like, in my head, how it feels versus, like, how it actually looks. So. You know what I mean? Because in your head, you're like, oh, my God, I'm a star. And you're like, you're like, oh, my God, this is the move she would do. And whatever. Yeah, you, like, have it filmed on, like, portrait mode. You're like, I'm walking so cool. And then you look at it from afar and you're like, what the fuck is this girl doing? I put on the live version of Cruel Summer often when I'm in the shower and I'm like, LA! (laughs) Oh my god, I was like, prove it! (laughs) (laughs) 
do you happen to know the lyrics to this bridge? This bridge. All right, um, that concludes our Foolish One segment. Can't wait to bring that back in uh, future episodes. <laughs> I think that's going to be pretty good. I enjoyed that immensely, I'll say. Right? I did. And to bring us home, we have... to get the official sound finally you know the Ooh, reputation a little instrumental state- Let's go. oh yeah we oh, could just geez. vibe to this you know we don't even have to talk but actually the reputation stadium tour left netflix on december 30th your video was a good closeout thank you i didn't watch it before it left but are you surprised no where did it go <laughs> where does it live now in our hearts on the internet for twenty ninety nine, nineteen ninety nine. No, twenty dollars. <laughs> no, I, I truly, I don't know what's gonna happen because Taylor doesn't own it. Dang. The scooter. Maybe I don't. I don't really know like how it works. I mean, it's old reputation and it's her old label, so it, it could end up somewhere else for sure. Um, I'm sure a version exists somewhere. Are the long pong sessions still going strong? Yeah, they're on on Disney Disney Plus. Mm -hmm. It's like the last thing we have left right now. Dude, I told you weird stuff's been going on. Like how on TikTok, all of a sudden, a lot of her songs got taken down or whatever that she had posted. It's like, what is going on? Stuff from uh, the 1989 Taylor's version, too. It's very confusing. Yeah, that is weird. Like August, like that version got taken down. Yeah, I don't know. Something's happening. Yeah, the Wildest Dreams, Taylor's version. We used a clip from like, from Taylor's own TikTok account. We used that yeah. sound and it got taken down. So anyway, it's not available yeah. in our country? <laughs> I, I literally was scouring our settings to be like, did we change our country on accident? No. <laughs> no. Nope. Yeah, the Reputation Stadium tour is gone. I did wish it farewell that day. And man... It was just so good. <laughs> it's just so good. We tried watching it together multiple times, but it would always be like 2 a.m. And it was like, we're not doing this because we would start watching and be like, even though it's gone, the reputation Taylor's version hopes are keeping us fed because Taylor went out to dinner in L.A. So the Chiefs played the Chargers in L.A., the same day as the Golden Globes. So Taylor didn't go to the game and Travis didn't go to the Golden Globes for that reason. But the night before, Taylor was in LA and she went out to dinner with Brittany Mahomes and Lindsay Bell, who are fellow wags of the Chiefs. And she was photographed in these boots that look suspiciously like reputation boots. She was wearing like an all-black outfit with these knee-high boots and uh, they look sneakingly familiar. Do you think she would really pull them out, though? Like, I feel like that stuff goes in, like, the vault. Like, tour outfits? You think that's the actual pair? No. Obviously not. I don't know. I'm not. I'm just saying they look familiar. <laughs> they They do. look similar. I mean, she's rep-coded every day. Like, she's wearing all black. Like, at this point, it's like, you know. If she all of a sudden wore color, I'd be like, wait a second. Is this your new album? 
because she's been living in her rep era for a second now. She has. That green dress is a snake. I don't care what you say. She ain't, she's not sprinkling in debut. Come on. She's going to say that to the end when we're all like, you know, desperate. And then we're craving debut because we have nothing left. <laughs> it's our last. Please hope. give us debut. It's all we've got. <laughs> <laughs> smart. Smart. Debut hater over here, man. Ooh, um, can I say a controversial opinion? I never really liked debut. She's not missed. She's <laughs> not. She's the forgotten one. Yeah, that's another pod for another day. Debut will get her day and will get her Ryan criticism, but we are in rep prep, okay? Don't get distracted. Sorry. Um, The boots. Yesterday, yes. So this week on <laughs> Taylor's merch site, they updated the color scheme. And it looks pretty similar to how it looked in 2017. What were you doing on the merch site? (laughs) (laughs) How do you know this? I know this because other people called it to my (sighs) attention. I wasn't buying any merch. Okay. Other people do the detective work for me. Look at this. So Taylor's Mm. site, merch site in 2017 had like a white background with black text. And it has come back this week. It did not look like this before. Different typography, though. Different typography. It's We're still in the Eras Tour typography, but the color scheme has changed. You don't think it's an Easter egg? I mean, totally, probably. The final rep note is that Taylor Nation trolling us again. The Taylor Nation tweet has a gif of the infamous now coffee cup from the Karma music video where Taylor appears to be holding a cup of coffee with a clock on it, and she has black and blue fingernails, and everyone thought this meant 1989 and rep were coming, and so why are they tweeting this today? Are we close? Or they just wanted to know our coffee orders? Also, they're calling out, like, oh, our sleep schedules are still messed up. Like, yeah, because you guys were popping off at midnight for so long. No one's recovered. Ryan's up till 5 a.m. now. I'm ready for rep, yo. I'm currently in the process of trying to get my freaking life and sleep together, but maybe I should hold out until rep because she ready. They tweeted the cup on 1989 release night too. They were like TikTok on the clock. And we were like, what? Maybe there's going to be like a Starbucks drink or something that's going to be announced. Because wasn't there like, oh, I guess it wasn't official, but the Taylor Swift Starbucks drink order. Yeah, during Red Era. Yeah. So maybe there's going to be a... Maybe there'll be a little collab. Black coffee. Oh, black coffee. Oh. There ain't no way Taylor's drinking her coffee black, but maybe. She's she's cool enough to do that. I'm not, but <laughs> I like that cold foam. Also, you said you've been doing nothing to prepare for rep, but you made a purchase. What? The bodysuit. That's right. I keep forgetting about it. Yo, the world ain't ready what for that. What bodysuit did you buy, Ryan? We're trying to figure out how to debut it. We're not going to show or tease. or I'm not going to tell you where I got it because it just needs a moment. And I haven't given it that yet because I keep forgetting about it. Um, Basically, I was watching The Fall of the House of Usher on Netflix. Shout out. <laughs> and this girl in the show was wearing this blazer and I saw snakes and I was like, where the F did she get that freaking bodysuit? The internet delivered. It's a statement piece. It's a high neck. Whew. 
Maybe I'll just live in that during the rep era. So you've been prepping because you have already got an outfit locked, loaded, ready to go. All of a sudden, I'm like really into snakes, which like I don't even really like snakes. All of a sudden. And I'm going to be working on that snake and trash can also for those who've forgotten about my tattoo idea. And I'm actually thinking about doing it, drawing it, nailing it, and getting it. St- stay tuned. <laughs> Wait. <laughs> you sent us like a scribble of a trash can and I know I that it was, was the joke. first draft. It's not a joke. If I can draw it well, it could be kind of cool. I've never gotten a tattoo of my own art. That's the ultimate rep prep. The trash takes itself out every time. Just a little tiny little trash can, a little sneak. That's the uh, the sign language. Ooh, that's you could get the sign for snake tattooed on you. That could actually be pretty sick, but you have to do the downward arrow to know, which is kind of weird. So you'd be like the snake and then the little. But the downward arrow could be a snake. Oh, and then there could be a trash can below. Oh, the snake is going in. It's a double meaning. I like where your head's at, And that concludes the rep prep for the evening. Nothing gets us more excited than rep prep, as you can tell. I'm the most energized of this whole podcast. (laughs) All right. Well, we will be coming to you again in two weeks, and we will be coming to you with a Grammys episode before Taylor takes the Grammys. Hopefully all of them. So, Molly, you're missing the most important part. We're going to be together. Oh yeah! We're Hello, these cute faces are gonna be in one screen. One screen. Content coming your way. Content has. Can't wait. It's gonna be great. Thanks for listening. If you made it this far, um, like we said in the beginning, please follow, like, subscribe, comment on our socials. Let us know what you want to hear us talk about. Um, let us know who's out there listening to uh, these two fools talk about Taylor <laughs> Swift. We appreciate the listeners. Follow us at It Hits Diff Pod on TikTok, Instagram, and Twitter slash X and YouTube. Go watch hey. us be clowns with our video. And yeah, that's it. We'll catch you next time. Bye. Bye.